Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Three American men battled it out for a spot in the semifinals of one of the last grass court tune-up events before Wimbledon. And the world number one was in action in Mallorca. Plus, as we await the Wimbledon draws tomorrow, we take a look at the women's odds to see who our experts think have the best shot at lifting the most prestigious trophy in tennis. Hey, everybody. Welcome inside our Santa Monica, California studios. I'm Rob Simulcare. He is Jan Michael Gamble. She is the Hall of Famer Tracy Austin. And, well, Anzrina died a death today. We, we loved watching Anz Jabour and Serena Williams play doubles. They got two wins, but uh, they decided enough was enough, or at least Anz Jabour's knee decided that. I, I'm, I'm thinking that Anz Jabour will be okay for Wimbledon. I think that uh, <laughs> it was unfortunate there wasn't a match today for them to play. Um, Serena got what she needed. I think some matches, some sort of pressure matches before Wimbledon, on court, Moving around, the serve started to look good. The ground stroke looked fantastic. So I think she got what she needed. Needs to get on the courts at the All England Club. Sunday, at least in the past, there's no play on those courts to prep them for the tournament to begin. So Saturday's her sort of last chance. She'll make use of it. Absolutely. And Ons did fall yesterday. So if this was a preventative move, I think it's smart by both players because enough of doubles. Enough of Eastbourne. <laughs> that first match, they were a little shaky. Ons was nervous. Serena was rusty. But now after two matches, they're both looking good. Now this will give them an opportunity with three days practice to really focus on the singles. So it was, it was good that they played together, but onwards and upwards. Well, Tracy, the American men are focused on the singles in Eastbourne. Let's take a look at all three of them. We start with Maxime Cressy, who's gone through some stiff competition in this tournament. He's beaten Riley Opelka, Dan Evans. Now he takes on Cam Nori. Yeah, absolutely. Cam Nori in Britain. This is a tough match for him, but you know, Cressy, we talked about his confidence uh, yesterday, Tracy, and it is certainly there for him. Plays big in the big moments. And Tracy also hit a good thing yesterday about his improved ground strokes. The backhand hasn't been bad. It's even improved. And now the guy's making forehands. Look at that forehand return. A good one. Shoves the ball deep. And when he gets to the net, he is difficult to get the ball by. He wanted this one. It's another good win. The number one seed out. Cressy into the semifinals. Sets up a tantalizing matchup against the up-and-coming British player Jack Draper. Meanwhile, Taylor Fritz, six straight wins coming into this matchup against Alexander Rublin. Yeah, here at Eastbourne, he's the 2019 champion and first wins on grass this year. He never faced, or he actually faced one break point, but never got broken today. So his serve was on. It was really one-way traffic and Taylor was attacking Bublitz's second serve. He looked really strong from all areas of the court. This should give Taylor some confidence. He'll be dangerous at Wimbledon. A hot Taylor Fritz heads into the semifinals. Meanwhile, Tommy Paul also having a nice run here, taking on the defending champion of Eastbourne, Alex de Menor. Yeah, and de Menor really started out exceptional in this match. Got a couple of breaks really quickly in this one. Look how quick this guy is. He's ridiculous. The forehand winner up the line to take that first set. In the second set, however, 
Tommy Paul Nick's nice rally, played the percentage as well, which he's been doing this entire week. Had to go three sets in his previous matches. Well, he's pushed this one to three here. Both guys had opportunities in the third set. There was some breaks both ways. And Demon are here. This is a big point. Able to get this volley just deep enough that Paul couldn't run it down. Two of the fastest guys on the tour on court here. Court one, Eastport. Shank forehand at the end. Seals the deal there for Demonar. The Demon gets through, but it was a fantastic match from both players. <laughs> Fired up about defending that title. He's got a shot at it here as he gets to the semifinals, where he'll take on Fritz and then Maxime Cressy and Jack Draper. Tracy, what I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Wow, these are some exciting matchups. Cressy, a serve and volleyer, a chip and volleyer. He can't wait to be at the net. Jack Draper, 20 years old, he's really taking advantage of these wild cards. He did so well last week, taking out Fritz and now Schwartzman today. He is somebody to be aware of at Wimbledon. He took a set off Novak last year, and then that bottom one, Demonor and Fritz, they went 7-6 in the third, Taylor won in Indian Wells. I can't pick that one. Yeah, I think it's a tough one there. You know, Draper has an, a little bit better blend than Cressy. He stays back a little bit more, but can come forward. Not quite the volleyer Cressy is, because Cressy's used to doing it all day long, but both of them have big serves. Cressy has a little bit bigger serve. Um, but both fiery competitors, so I really love that first uh, semifinal right there. It's going to be a fun one to watch for sure. You know, I, I, Crecy, Cressy is a player I've been watching coming into this, this grass season, and he's certainly got the game for it. Now we're going to see him playing a, a, an up-and-coming player at home in Great Britain with Draper and, and, and some really impressive ground strokes from him as well. And that's the difference because I saw Max Cressy play plenty when he was a Bruin at UCLA, particularly when he was playing against the UCLA, the USC Trojans, because he was playing my son. <laughs> um, Max has come so far. I, I, I tell you, he was playing his first couple of years at UCLA. He was playing number five and number six. So he's improved so much with those ground strokes. Before, he just charged forward on everything because he didn't trust his ground strokes. Now you can see the pass on the backhand, the chip on the forehand, so much better and more reliable, and he's moving extremely well. He's a threat. Another reason he's a threat is because nobody plays that way anymore. Nobody's mm -hmm. used to having to hit those consistent passing shots, the perfect lobs all the time. They're feeling pressure on every single point. All right, well, we talked yesterday about Americans at Wimbledon and the runs that they've had the last few years. And we looked at the last five years, who's made it the farthest. Let's take a look at this again, and I want to see if you guys can come up with this one. So it was Seb Corda last year in the fourth round, Quarry Isner, Quarry two years in a row. Again, the last American standing on the men's side. Who do you think, Jan Michael, it was in 2015? This was a round of 16. I'm... Boy, round of 16, 2015. Was Roddick still playing then? I don't think so. Uh, that's a tough one. I, I don't Tracy. know. I don't know if I'm right. Was it Stevie Johnson? I'll give you a hint. It's someone still on tour, still in the top 100. It wasn't Stevie John, Johnson? John Not Stevie Johnson. John okay. Uh, uh, nope. Good guess. But Stevie no. Johnson played Federer on the Monday, 4th of July, one of those years. It uh, is, he's not saying anything, so it must be Stevie uh, Johnson. If you get it, not Stevie Johnson. It is not Stevie Johnson. Sorry. 2015. 2015. You you wouldn't think maybe this player has been playing at that level. First name starts with a D. Dennis DK. Kula. There you go. Exactly. Dennis that would not have Kula. come to mind. Good effort. Got Kula. it. Round of 16. And so 
there's your list of Americans. That was and a tough one. That was a tough one. I, you know, when, when our producer told me that trivia this morning, I was like, I, I would never get that. I don't think anybody's going to get that. Give us a little hint there. Come on. Goodness, good that was a hard one. Well. That was a hard one. But we'll see if the Americans can put together a run at Wimbledon starting next week. To Mallorca we go now. A star-studded field down there on that beautiful Spanish island. Stefanos Tsitsipas taking on another American, Marcos Giron. This was a very fascinating match because Tsitsipas is consistently trying to finish points off the net, use his forehand to get inside the forecourt, and he played so well on those last three points with a couple of big serves. That's where experience paid off. Marcus Garone, I was so proud of him in this second set because he had reason to kind of disappear emotionally, but he didn't. He stayed so focused. He was always positive and got that second set. And then in the third set, Tsitsipas just able to push Garone back far enough and again gets it done with the forehand. The forehand and the serve really stood out in this match. And this is important for Tsitsipas to get more matches before Wimbledon. First ever grass court semifinal for Tsitsipas, so giving himself a little belief on that surface. Meanwhile, Daniil Medvedev, he won't be playing Wimbledon. Playing RBA here, beat him in straight sets last week in Germany. Yeah, RBA started out extremely well here, looking coming forward. This guy competes so well on all the surfaces, can play well on any surface. Got the early break, gets the early break again here. This volley, not quite good enough. Misses that one there. This is a dangerous thing to do, but he did. He aimed that right at, this, at the bench there. RBA pretty much kind of cruising through both of these sets here. Looking good. Not the friendliest handshake. <laughs> Medvedev was in a rush. He, he came all the way <laughs> over to the, the other side to shake hands. I think maybe Daniil's ready for uh, a vacation. He's, he's going to get one, obviously, not playing Wimbledon. So there you see the semifinal matchups. Uh, Bautista Agut will take on Antoine Bellier, the 300-ranked player we just saw <laughs> come up with a big win there, and Sitsipas gets Bonzi. Yeah, Bellier, 303 in the world. This is a life-changing week for him. And he's tough with that lefty big serve. Batista Gu looked fantastic today, but I think you're spot on there, Rob. I, you know, Medvedev not playing <laughs> Wimbledon. The beach might be calling his name. He's number one in the world. Do I need to play more, more grass court? <laughs> Tennis, right? What do you think? Well, you know what I've liked? I see we saw Tim Van Rijthoven win a tournament earlier this year. Big serve coming forward. Uh, Bellier just had a big win against Greek Spore. That's awesome. I, I like seeing the big servers, yes. certain volumes, yeah. win some matches on the grass. It makes me feel that there's still some different surfaces in our game. They haven't slowed it all down completely. Cressy doing well. So we have three servant volleyers. These guys are going to be coming forward a lot. Cressy probably the most. Um, but, but Bellier was all over the net today against Greek Sport. That was a lot of fun for me to watch. I know people like to see the long extended points. I, I don't so much. So I no, like, I think I like nice the difference. It's nice to see the contrast. Yeah, you know, the, the contrast Sanford, is, is the Agassi, absolutely. The, right? The Borg, the McEnroe, the Christie, the Martina. It's, it's nice. We miss that. We're having more of it. Yes. Hopefully we'll that. get some more next week at the All awesome. England Club. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the ladies a little bit. A pair of former Wimbledon champs still alive in Germany, plus... Will we have a first-time champion at the All-England Club? We'll break down the favorites and the sleepers on the women's side. Coming up. 
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. With Serena Williams getting a wild card at Wimbledon, a lot of folks hoping they'll see her in a final. The last couple finals she's been in, it's been the other player holding the big trophy, Angelique Kerber, in 2018. And in 2019, it was Simona Halep getting the win over Williams in the final. Well, both Kerber and Halep looking to maybe do some damage at Wimbledon again. They're both in action today at Bad Homburg, Germany. Kerber taking on Frenchwoman Alizé Cornet. Lise Carnet, always a very difficult opponent in the far court. She has a backhand that she can hit laser-like and so accurate. And she has a forehand that she can drop shot, she can slice, use her variety. She's incredible with her movement. So she took the first set 6-4, but then it was that second set where Kerber started using the forehand down the line. That's her signature shot. Started to dominate more and took it to a third. Carnet really upped her level in the third set and takes out the defending champion in Angelique Kerber. You had a nice year, Alize Cornet. Simona Halep taking on American Amanda Anasimova. Uh, cruised to and pretty much opened that first set up pretty easily. Obviously defends as well as anyone in the court. Her movement on the grass is some of the best movement out there. The way she competes, pretty easy first set, that 6-2. Why did she return well? Took the big serve and really drove it back through the court much the whole day, but the pressure on Anasimova from the very beginning, this is a very, very straightforward match here for Simona Halep. I think it's a signal that she's going to play well at Wimbledon. She's ready to go. There you see the semi setup. She'll take on Bianca Andrescu, and Cornet will take on the Frenchwoman Garcia. Meanwhile, the top eight futures odds right now. This is what the sports book think, think about Wimbledon and the women's side. Of course, Iga Sviantec, a pretty heavy favorite. Not as big a favorite as she was in Paris, but she's a favorite. And then you see Coco Goff, the number two favorite, with Jabour all the way down to Pliskova at plus 2,400. What this means, if you bet $100 on Sviantec, you'd win 160 plus your original $100 back. So that's kind of how that works. So I'm, I'm asking both of you. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, Schwantek, not surprising. Tracy, she would be yeah. the favorite, obviously, the way she's dominating the game. But she's only advanced to the round of 16 previously at Wimbledon. She hasn't played any grass court tune-up events. Do you think maybe she's too heavy a favorite right now? I think those odds are for the 35 consecutive wins that she's had <laughs> on other surfaces. Uh, she's 4-4 four and four on grass. As you said, last 35. to ons in the last uh, in last year's fourth round. Hasn't had a tune-up. Her forehand grip worries me a little bit that you can hit hard and fast to that forehand side. So I just think the odds, I mean, could she win it? Yes, of course. I think they're a little too heavy. I like the, the bet for Coco Goff. I like some of the other players. And I take what Jen Michael said is Simona Halep, watch out for her. She knows her way around on grass. And taking out uh, who she took out today in Anna Samova, bar- barely losing games, she is playing very well. Yeah, she certainly is playing well. Uh, it's interesting. Shiantek has made the decision not to play. She took a little time off. She's done that a few times. She comes back roaring. I, we, we looked up that stat to make sure of, the, of our number of 35, Tracy, because it's an absurd <laughs> number of how many times she's won in a row. Now, the courts at Wimbledon is slower than they were in the past. Yes. So 
those past Wimbledon courts, I would say that's not that number doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's going to give her, though, these courts that they've slowed down over the years, a little more time to load that forehand. And she's so quick that I, I still think she's the favorite at this event. Plus all that confidence coming in. She has that sort of aura right now. The players are sort of, when they walk on court with her, that it's, you had it when you're number one in the world. You know, it's, it's, it's like they're a little bit afraid to be out there against her. So she has a little bit of an edge just being on court. Um, there are some players that, we can, that can go past that. Obviously, Serena's one of them. There's some players that hit, can hit the ball big enough into the forehand that they can possibly make a dent. Interested in that. Um, I also think that Beatrice haddad Maya should be a little bit mm. higher on that list. Hasn't lost a match on the grass yet. It, it, I know she sort of came out of nowhere as far as these kinds yep. of results that we're seeing. Uh, but the, the serve is there. She has this complete game. She competes so well. Uh, so I might have my eye on her. You know, Kvitova. Oh, sorry. Yeah. How about Kvitova? I mean, she's won it twice, and she's still in the tournament this week. I think there could be about 15 names. We've said this for a few years now, how women's tennis is so wide open. But I think when you bring grass into it, there are mm-hmm. so many players that are uncomfortable with a capital U playing on this surface. That's why the draw tomorrow is going to be so important, to see Absolutely. who plays Sviantek. Is it a dangerous floater that Sviantek plays in the first or the second round that, that, that could be difficult? Um, but I think that the draw could be wide open, and some of those players that have gone deep before are going to feel comfortable on this particular surface. It's so unique. It is. Kvitova is 38-1, to 1, by the way, in case you're wondering. So she's in the mix, but that's a pretty good return if you want to place a little bet on her. <laughs> I guess I ask you this, Jan Mike, if you had to bet one way or another right now, do you think we'll see yet another first-time slam winner at Wimbledon, or do you think we'll see a repeat? If you look back at the past champions, it's been big names that have been winning Wimbledon for the last 10 years or so on the women's side. What do you think? Well, I think the thing about grass is it, it takes you a little while to get used to playing on the grass. It took me several years before I actually felt comfortable to, on a surface that I then ended up loving. Uh, so I think that, you know, a first-time winner, it's a little bit harder. You, uh, but, you know, the little boy inside me says, I hope Serena does it. You know, everybody's really kind of hoping for Serena to return and, and, and win that, that last title or, you know, another title, another slam. But I think it's going to be hard. <laughs> and played a lot of matches, you know, two doubles matches isn't, isn't much. Um, but is it going to be a first-time winner? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, for Serena, I think it's going to be a lot about her movement. We saw even last year, the last match that she played at Wimbledon, it was a, a little labored. And just the two doubles matches, she's striking the ball. But now you've got to run the full court. So that her draw is going to be very important. And she's unseated. Um, you know, as far as, it, as an unseated, I think it's less likely. But, or not unseated, but first time, yeah. maybe an Anshabur, maybe a Coco Goff. But I don't think it goes very far down. Because I think it's like you said, once it clicks, like it did for Halep, she said, why couldn't my game work? I hit flat. It helps my serve a little bit to get more power. Halep started to use a few more drop shots. But that does have to click where they get that mentality. They believe and trust themselves. All right, guys, we're going to get those draws tomorrow from Wimbledon. So we can't wait to see that. They had to, of course, finish qualifying to make that happen. When we come back, we'll show you who got in, who didn't, including a couple of former top 10 players trying to get into Wimbledon the hard way. When we come back on TC Live.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The championships at Wimbledon only a few days away. You can tune into Tennis Channel for two weeks of Grand Slam coverage on the historic grass courts of the All England Club. Extensive daily coverage from London begins Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Cannot wait for that. Qualifying finished up today. Three American women, two men getting through on the men's side. Jan Mike, Jack Sockett, straight set win. Yeah, it's, ex- it's excellent to see Jack Sox back playing such fantastic. And he's done a lot of work. He's had some injuries that have come alongside that. So far, not seeing any of those injuries here. Nice to see that straight set win for him. Also awesome to see Christian Harrison win that in five sets. He had to go the distance to get through. As you know, it's three out of five in that final round of qualifying at Wimbledon. So he's been putting the hard work in off the court, and it's finally showing through for him. Great effort there. Coco Vandeweghe, a heartbreaking loss on the comeback trail after so many injuries. A former semifinalist there, hard to lose in that last round. But good news for Christina McHale, Luisa Chirico. They've been out on the tour for years, for at least a decade. So they are into the main draw. Congratulations. Someone who does not have to play qualifying, two-time Wimbledon champion Petra Kvitova taking on Harriet Dart. Petra Kvitova has such a classic game for grass. The huge lefty serve, massive flat ground strokes. She can use the improv shots, the drop volleys. She is going to be dangerous. Once she gets up ahead of steam, this is a matchup of Dadmaya and Kvitova. Kvitova lost that match first round in Birmingham just a couple of weeks ago. Ostapenko, the defending champ, will take on Georgie in the other semi. To the social net we go now, and as we said, Earlier in the show, I was sad this morning when I got this news. First thing I saw on Twitter that Anjabur and Serena Williams would not be playing doubles again. Tracy, we've had so much fun watching them play this week. It was wonderful. It was fantastic, particularly the first match that they played because you could see Anj was so nervous. Serena a little rusty, but she got better with each game, each set that they played. And this was one of the special ones where Serena was so good and with the overhead. And then Ons went right in front of her with the feel as Serena was ready to bury that backhand. They no both were going dare. for it. Yeah. And then Serena's, of course, so excited that Ons hit the winner. I still can't believe she stepped in front of Serena. I, I, I was panicking. Just, you better make Serena, that. though, on that. You better make that shot if you're going to step in front of uh, the 23 times slam champion. And she made it. Anjabur, of course, so good with the drop shots. Well, we go to the practice court, also known as center court at Wimbledon. This is a whole new thing. We're seeing Rafael Nadal here against Berrettini. They're having a practice session on center court. And, Jan, Mike, this is something new. Yeah, this is something new, but it's also a very good idea. We saw Serena slip last year. She couldn't finish her match because of that slip. Why? Because when you first play on those grass courts, they are extremely slippery. Grass is slippery enough, but the first couple of days on the grass, in fact, that very first day can be very, very tricky to move on it. A lot of players slipping last year. So the All England Club, looking at that tape and looking at the last year, making a good decision. Let's get a little bit of play on them, rough the courts up just a little, so there's not as much slippage, and that's just a very smart decision. Yeah, in the past, they've had some club members 
members play some pitter-pat doubles, but this is something <laughs> completely different, and I think it's a, a very intelligent choice. All right, well, speaking of center court, this is an open debate going on right now. Traditionally, the defending women's champion opens up center court on the Tuesday of the tournament. Of course, Ash Barty is the defending champ. She's not playing, so Tracy... The question is, who should get the honor of opening center court Tuesday? This is a no-brainer. It should be Simona Halep. Simona Halep won the championships in 2019. Of course, we had COVID, and Wimbledon was not played in 2020, so she didn't get that honor. That Tuesday opening up play is such a tradition at Wimbledon. So because she missed it, it should be Halep. I, I will agree that that makes a lot of sense. I will also say that it makes sense to have Karolina Pliskova, the last year's finalist, step in instead as she was the last person there on center court. And I think that would also be a very good decision. Both players certainly deserve that honor. All right. Well, we will see what the decision is. Can't wait. Only a few days away. The men's defending champ gets to open up on Monday. So we will see how that plays out. When we come back, we'll get you the hot shot of the day. This is a wacky one, actually. <laughs> Not quite sure what's going on there. We'll explain how that happened when we come back on TC Live. Back with our hot shot of the day, and this is not a shot you see every day on tour. This is a wild shot from Stefano Tsitsipas. First game of the first set, and you do not think this is what's going to happen. It barely goes over the net and goes so far back on Tsitsipas' side, Jerome can't even touch it. Now, he's not allowed to touch the net with his foot or any part of his body, or he will lose the point. He could have maybe hit it on the rise, Jen, Mike, but he didn't think it was going to go back that far. Yeah, he could have almost just put his racket in, in the way of the ball and it would just blocked it for a winner there, but he made the decision a little bit too late. Nice to see the guys having a little fun out in the court, smiles from both of them. It was a tough match, so it's, it's also tough to smile in those situations. Crazy. I'm going to call that a boomerang <laughs> shot. You know, you send it over, it comes back. That's a great shot by Sitsipas. <laughs> okay, here come our matches for tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Sitsipas will be back in action against Benjamin Bonzi. And then a great matchup, Tracy, on the women's side, Bianca Andrescu and Simona Hallett. Yeah, I'm just so happy to see Andrescu back and healthy and playing terrific tennis, becoming a force again. Believe it or not, they've only played once before. And they've been around for a while. Simona Halep took that match. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think there's so many great matches there. You can look at the men right there. Cressy versus Draper is going to be a really fun one to watch. Fritz versus Demonar. There, there you have the very, very contrast and styles. The big serve of Fritz and the counterpunching and speed of Demonar. And I just keep wanting to watch Haddad Maya to see if she can <laughs> keep that streak going forward. I agree. I agree. Undefeated so far. It's, it's a tough one for tomorrow, but it's going to be fun. I mean, great matchup. All right. Well, if you're a player watching the draw ceremony tomorrow, Tracy, on the women's side, who's the unseated player you don't want to see? I think the answer is probably obvious on the women's <laughs> side. Yeah, I, you wouldn't want to play Serena because yeah. she's won it seven times. But then maybe you would want to play Serena if you're a young player and you want to say, hey, I played Serena Williams once. You want to tell your kids, your grandkids, and maybe you're feeling like mm, she's a little rusty right now. Jan, my quick answer on the men's side. On the Kyrgios. Well, yeah, definitely nobody wants to see Nick Kyrgios. He's been playing very well. So that's a, that's a tough one to see there, but definitely Kyrgios. All right, we'll be back with all the action from all the courts in Europe and, of course, news on the draw as well with TC Live tomorrow. More tennis coming your way. Enjoy your Tennis Wednesday.